are you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply than you lovely person are in the right place because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel oh and ditch that critical nagging inner voice too so each week I'll offer you inspiration motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the grow your private practice show it's great to have you here Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really glad that you found us. And today, this podcast actually is my 26th podcast. And that means I've recorded a podcast every single week consistently for the last six months. So today I want to talk a little bit about consistency. And it might not actually be what you think it's going to be. Just to let you know, I don't know if you can hear that, it's absolutely pouring outside and my poor dog's looking at me because she's not been out for a walk yet, but I'm not taking her out in this, that's for sure. Okay, consistency. Right, we're going to talk about consistency, but like I say, it's not necessarily going to be the sort of thing that you think because you can get to consistency via lots of different rules. So let's talk a little bit about this podcast, the Grow Your Private Practice show. So why, when I really love blogging, did I change from blogging regularly to recording a weekly podcast? Well, I'll tell you, it's because I got out of the habit of writing blogs and I really struggled to get back into it. You know, a little bit like, I don't know if you've ever done this, like when you go to the gym. I can remember I used to go to the gym regularly three or four times a week. Well, no, between two and four times a week regularly for around and about three years, actually, a long time. But I got out of the habit and I can't even remember why, but I got out of the habit and I just could not get back into the habit. And it kind of happened with me and blogging. And the reason that I got out of the habit of blogging was because I was writing the Grow Your Private Practice book, which incidentally has just passed its first anniversary. So on the 5th of December 2020, the book has been out for a year, which is fantastic. So if you haven't got the Grow Your Private Practice book, check it out on Amazon. It's got all sorts of information there. It's in three sections, actually. The first section's all about quick start, how to get started quickly. The second section's all about mindset, all about things like mindset and money, imposter syndrome, all of those horrible things. And well, money's not a horrible thing. Money's a lovely thing, isn't it? And then the third section is more practical stuff. So um, like I say, check that out if you're interested. But as much as I love writing, there's kind of a limit as to how much writing I can actually do because I was writing the book and I just couldn't get back into the swing of writing a blog post as well. So I got very sporadic in the, in the posts that I put out there. And I kind of assumed that once I'd finished the book, I'd just get back into the swing of it again. But I just never did. I just never seemed to get back into it. Now, producing content, and that is either writing a blog, producing a video, or recording a podcast, is such an important thing to do for so many reasons. And you can check out episode 17 and find out why blogging will attract more counselling clients. And also, posting on social media is a 
fantastic and free way to be more visible and it helps to increase the know, like and trust factor and helps you to become the go-to expert. And I experience this all the time. The combination of social media and producing content has produced so many doors for me and it continues to do so. Uh, right up until a couple of weeks ago, I, I did a paid webinar for a company that got in touch with me because they'd seen me on social media. So social media and producing content is something that's going to help to open doors for you as well. So for me, it was really important to get started again. But because I struggled really with getting, getting going with the consistency of blogging again regularly, I decided that maybe now's the time to do something else. Now, I'm on video all the time in the Grow Your Private Practice Club, but starting a YouTube channel just wasn't really for me. I don't know if it was the thought of having to do my hair and makeup that put me off, but I don't know. It's, it's not where I really feel naturally happy. And I'd considered podcasting quite a lot of times in the past. So, yeah, I decided that podcasting was going to be where I decided I was going to focus my attention again. So... So there's lots of benefits, but one of the benefits of producing a podcast is that it meant that I would make that commitment to publish a weekly episode. And that's what I've done. There's no way that I wouldn't publish an episode. So by committing to doing this podcast, it kind of meant that it forced my hand regarding consistency. And it's something that I've carried on doing. And we all know consistency is important, and it is. It's great for the know, like, and trust factor. It's great to have that dedication. It's great as a way to prioritize your marketing. So let's talk a little bit, she says, embarrassed, about my social media, because my intention on social media is to post three times a week on Instagram. And if you're on Instagram, come and join me. Check me out. I'm grow um, I'm at, let me think about this, I'm at grow your private practice, that's all lowercase, no spaces, and twice a week on LinkedIn, where you'll find me there just under Jane Travis. So I kind of want to post three times on Instagram, twice a week on LinkedIn, every week. And the majority of the time I, I do this, I tend to do this, I tend to batch produce posts and plan them in advance and then just post them on the day. But this last month, I've completely overcommitted myself with lots and lots of other things that have taken up a lot more time than I'd really thought that they would. And that's kind of coupled with just general COVID tiredness. Now, if you're listening to this in the future, I'm, I'm recording this in December 2020, and it's been a long year of COVID, hasn't it? And it's had an impact on all of us. And for me, sometimes that general COVID tiredness, fed upness, apathy, negativity has sort of meant that I haven't really posted as often and as regularly as I would normally and when I think about what impact that this posting or, or not posting quite as often on social media has been well my reach and the reach is the number of people that see my posts my reach has decreased so fewer people are seeing the blog posts sorry the social media posts that I'm putting out there and because of this, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get those numbers back up. So to work with the algorithm 
the algorithm I always refer to. I always refer to the algorithm as the social media gods. And if you do the things that they want you to do, which is post consistently and regularly and get engagement, then they'll show your stuff to more people. So the more I can do those things, the more my social media posts will get shared out to other people. So yes, I need to do that a little bit more. But when I think about it, despite me not posting really quite as often as I usually do, I've still been around. I've not kind of disappeared. I've been commenting on the stuff other people put out there. I've been supporting my members. But one of the things as well that really I get a benefit of by doing social media regularly and content regularly for that matter is that it helps to keep my mind sharp. So it keeps, well, as sharp as it'll ever be, but it helps to keep my mind sharp. I really love the creativity it brings me. And I love that I know that I can help other people with the things that I say. And I also know that the more people get aware of the Grow Your Private Practice Club and all of the benefits that it brings members, then the more people are going to come and join us. And therefore, it's, you know, my business grows, it's going to help your business to grow. It's kind of a bit of a win-win situation. And that's what will happen for you. The benefits for you are that people will see what you're writing, connect with you. It's going to grow your business. So let's take a bit of a closer look at consistency because it's not really as simple as just posting on social media three times a week. There's a bit more to it than that. So the first thing is why it's really important. And I guess we all know that it's important. Let's take a little bit of a closer look at what that really means. Now, you've probably heard me talk about the no like and trust factor, and that is that people will buy from or use the services of people that they know, like and trust. So being consistent is going to really help you to establish that know, like and trust factor as people get to know you, start to sort of connect with your personality, with your style. And this isn't about personal disclosure. This is just about getting to know what type of person you are. And people will get to know that from just the types of things that you post, the types of images that you produce, the sort of what you say, how you say it. People will just sort of resonate with you just due to seeing the way that you post on social media. And this is a really, really good thing. We want people to connect with you because then that helps people to recognize that you're the person that they would want to go to if they need that extra help. And by showing up regularly, they start to trust you. They see that you're serious, that you're out there, you're, you know, you're sharing your stuff on a regular basis. You're not just somebody who's like fly by night. So, you know, you start getting to be seen regularly. And as I've said, social media rewards this consistency. So, yeah, you're going to be rewarded for the consistency by those social media gods. But when I think of consistency, I think what I have in my head is having a set day and a set time to perform a task. So say Friday morning to prepare and record my podcasts. And that's not really what happens for me as much as I've tried. So why do we struggle with, with consistency? Well, I think often when we're just starting out, we can kind of have a lack of self-belief. And so that self-belief kind of might manifest itself into that feeling of, I've got nothing interesting to say, I've got nothing new to say, 
why would anybody listen to me? What's the point? Nobody's going to be interested in anything I say. And the problem with that is that it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if you don't share consistency, then you're not going to get the results because that algorithm, you know, those, those social media gods are going to see that you don't post often. So therefore, it doesn't share your posts out. So fewer people are going to see what you put out there and you get fewer results. So that you're going to get that like self, self-fulfilling prophecy of there's no point me doing it because I'm, it's not doing me any good. And we don't want that. <laughs> you might also not really know what you're doing. So it might be that you don't know what to do. You don't know how to do it or you don't know what to say. And if you recognize yourself in this, then come over to the Grow Your Private Practice Club. Come and check it out because this literally is what it's there for. With, you know, I'm there to help people to know what to do, how to do it and what to say. So, so if that's something that's holding you back, don't let this hold, it, hold you back because come and join us and we can help you. And to be honest, there couldn't be a better time to come and join because the price goes up for new members on the 7th of January 2021. So if you join now, you'll get locked in at the current low price. So, you know, this is a good chance for you to make 2021 brilliant. Uh, we've had a horrible 2020, haven't we? So wouldn't it be nice to have a better 2021? So, yeah, come and join us. And something else that we do is we can tell ourselves that we don't have enough time. And this is pure self-sabotage, literally pure self-sabotage. Because even if you've got a practice that's full and you've got a waiting list, marketing activities are just a part of your life as a person in business and they have to keep going on. If you, I'm not going to go into that too much now, but if you listen to episode 23 I have an episode all about how to avoid the feast and famine in private practice. And coupled with that, there's episode 24, which is about how to manage your diary with time blocking, which is going to help you to make sure that you do have the time. So if you're not at capacity, then you definitely, definitely have the time. Because, for example, if you want 15 clients and you only have 10, you've got five extra hours that are devoted to your business plus the time you set aside for things like admin and marketing. So if you tell yourself you don't have time, I would ask you to really reflect on that and think, right, what is telling myself I don't have time doing for me? What is that fulfilling for me? Um, it might be the fact that you're not having to really face up to the fact you're not sure what you do or uh, not sure what to do or how to do it or it might just be massive imposter syndrome that's really getting in your way we have to work on that we have to do something about that because you have loads to say and there are loads of people out there that would love to hear you saying it you can definitely definitely help people so don't let imposter syndrome lying to you stop you okay so please please don't do that Okay, so let's talk about when I think about consistency, I often think about having, like I say, a set time and day to do this thing. And this is something that happens to me all the time. I'll get to a point where I'll say, right, Jane, definitely this time, I am definitely going to get into, <laughs> I'm going to take control of this. And I might buy myself a new planner, or I might watch some sort of a, a webinar on time management. And I get full of brilliant ideas of how I'm going to do this. And I'll put, I'll set hourly chunks in my diary, and I'll set tasks for set days. And 
the truth is for me, this never works. It might work for you. I'm not saying it doesn't work for everybody, but for me, it doesn't really work. Now, I'm a woman of moods, and especially this year. So if I feel a bit low, if I feel a bit tired, if I feel overwhelmed, or even as an introvert, if I've been sort of peopling or around people, and even online, it's it's still the same. All of this has an impact on my ability to find that creative energy, to find that focus that I need to be able to produce content and to produce social media posts. So something that can happen to me is I feel like I've not got any energy. And this can then lead to me feeling like I've not got that creativity. And it might be something that happens for you as well. So I sometimes, you know, there's almost that feeling of say that almost that thought of I need to wait for inspiration. And that's okay. But what if you are not regularly inspired? Not if you only get inspired every couple of months, you know, that's not going to be very good for your consistency. Well, the good thing is that if you identify with this, here are some things that you can do to help yourself. And this is what I do. This is what I do all the time. I find that if I need to um, start writing social media posts or thinking about what I want to share with you here on the blog or, or create workshops or webinars or courses or anything like that, what I tend to do is I read. And I don't always feel that I have to read about that particular subject. Just reading about anything is enough to just spark all sorts of little creativity things going on in my head. And that can be really helpful. So read is one thing. Listening to podcasts is great for me because I can listen to podcasts while I'm doing something else. So I can listen to a podcast when when I'm out with the dog, when I'm driving, when I'm doing the washing up, when I'm cooking, when I'm tidying up in the bath, anything. So listening to a podcast is great because it's not something I have to find extra time for. It's something that I can just be listening to whilst I'm doing something. And podcasts can be a really great form of inspiration. I also check out on social media, you know, various different people that I follow and not necessarily in the same industry as as me or us, you know, just all sorts of different people can spark up creativity and reading other people's blogs as well. So if you identify as someone who needs to feel inspiration, don't wait for inspiration to come and find you. You do something regularly. The consistency here is regularly doing things that will inspire you because that's what's going to help you to be more consistent in the stuff that you're going to be producing. Now, just a word of warning here is just take care that your research doesn't turn into procrastination because you can go down a real rabbit hole and just never produce anything. So just keep an eye on that. And remember that the more you do creative work, the more your mind is going to get into a creative space. So I recently did um, a three hour workshop called Let's Blog, where I help members to write a blog. So I had two different titles for anybody that could be suitable for anybody, uh, whether they're new or have been experienced or whether they're no matter what niche they were in. And I talked them through how to write a blog post and we went through the whole thing. And somebody after that said in the, in the, in the um, group, 
that they'd woken up, they'd got this idea for a blog and started writing it down. And that tends to be what happens. The more you start being creative, the more it kind of switches your mind on to be more creative in your everyday life. And you start noticing things and you start linking things together and you come up with ideas. And yeah, so the more that you do this, the more you're going to get inspired to do it even more. Now, something else that can get in the way, I suppose, is energy levels. So kind of having an ebb and flow. So this basically means that there are, I find that I have days where my energy level levels are quite high. And on a high energy day, I find that I can write stuff, I can plan stuff, I can get all my admin done. I'm on fire when I'm on one of these high energy days. I can really get loads loads done. And then on the other hand, I have low energy days. So days where I really struggle to think, I struggle to be creative. You know, if I try and force myself to write, you know, I can't think of a single thing to say. I'm sure you can identify with that. So on low energy days, I kind of know that the best things for me to do are things like making images on Canva, which I can do, you know, without having to expand a lot of energy or things like you know, deleting and organizing emails or deleting and organizing things generally and decluttering and those sorts of things. So for me on a day when I'm full of creative energy, I try to get as much done as I possibly can and really make the most of it. So if I can, I'll batch produce social media posts and get them all prepared and ready, which can take the pressure off. So if I have a day where I've got a low energy day, I don't worry about what I'm going to put out there because I know I've got stuff prepared. Something else that could be really useful is deadlines. I mean, the power of a deadline is, is pretty cool, isn't it? I work well to deadlines and I find that if I'm creating a course or a workshop or doing a talk, then that deadline really helps to get me going. And this really, I suppose when I think about it, this is one of the reasons that I changed over from doing a blog to doing a podcast. Because although I used to blog and loved it, it's, I struggled to get it, I really struggled to get into that habit because it was me telling myself that I just needed it to be done by, say, Wednesday. And then if I didn't do it by Wednesday, there was no, nothing bad would happen, really. So it was, yeah, there was no real nothing happened. With the podcast, I've committed to doing a podcast every single week. And I suppose if I don't put one out there one week, nothing bad will happen, you know. But for me, my commitment is I am doing this weekly. And the the beauty of doing that is that you as a listener will know that every Wednesday, I have a new new podcast come out. And it's something that you know is going to happen, hopefully, to increase my own know, like and trust factor. So the power of a deadline means that I will always produce a podcast every week. And that might be something that you might want to do. Give yourself an immovable deadline. Tell everybody that you're going to do this thing. And that kind of comes down to accountability. I kind of do this with my members. Every Monday, we have a thread in the members community to talk about what we're going to achieve that week, you know, our our accountability post. And there's something about making a public declaration that can really help us to focus. First of all, you've got to think about what is it, what it is that you're going to say you're going to do, and that helps to focus you. 
but then making that public declaration can really just help to focus you. And I have this with my coach as well. My coach will say, right, okay, uh, so by the time we meet again, you will have done X, Y, and Z, will you? And I'll go, oh, yes, I'll definitely do that. So I, I always make sure that I do what I say, because otherwise I feel like I'm there with my tail between my legs going, oh, didn't do it. And then I feel a bit embarrassed. So it may be that accountability is something that will work for you. Okay. Just be aware with accountability, though, that you don't use this as um, a rod to beat yourself up with. Now, if you're the sort of person, now I'm talking about transactional analysis here. So if you're a bit of a TA person, you'll know what I mean. I have a massive um, rebellious child in me and I don't like being told what to do. So I have to be really careful with my accountability that I'm doing this from a place of me choosing what I want to do rather than a place of me feeling that, that I've been told to do it. Because otherwise I just go, no, I'm not going to do that. So this is why knowing yourself is so important. You know, it's about finding the right thing that works for you. Another thing that can be really helpful is, is rewards. And I actually covered this in podcast number 16, which is called How to Silence Your Inner Critics. So if we think about the carrot and the stick scenario, I would say that the carrot will win every time because the carrot is the thing that helps to build you up. So if you say, right, I want to produce a podcast every week and you reward yourself every time you do it, you get good feelings from it, then that's going to help to build you up. But if you do it for fear of, you know, the stick side of it, you beat yourself up if you don't do it, then that's that's just going to, that's not good, is it? So yeah, how can you reward yourself? What can you do to reward yourself? And have a listen to podcast 16 for some more about that. I think it's important to remember that it's your business, your rules. And I talk about this a lot. I've literally just done a um, workshop about this in the Grow Your Private Practice Club last week to talk about it's your business. You can turn it into whatever you want it to be. And what I mean in regards to what we're talking about today, talking about consistency, running a business is a fantastic personal development thing. You know, if you allow it to be, it can bring about huge personal growth. So consider just for a moment or grab a, grab a journal and do some writing. What do you think is likely to work best for you? So if there's no one right way, which there isn't, and if you're not really sure about which is right for you, just pick one thing and try it. Give it three months and then review it. So, you know, you could try having a set day and time to do it. You could have a try listening to lots of podcasts. You could try accountability. You know, you could try lot. There's lots of different ways to sort of come at this. Pick something and try it and see how it works for you, because it's really good for you to get this consistency into your business, into your life. Now, that said, despite your best efforts, sometimes you just can't be consistent. Maybe you're poorly or maybe something important's come up and your marketing might just have had to take a back seat for a while while you manage it. So like I say, last month I'd overcommitted and I found that my social media, I just hadn't been posting as, as regularly. Now things happen, life happens and like I say, I think the most important thing in this sort of scenario is to not use this as a stick to beat yourself up. 
Now, I could have said to myself, oh, my God, Jane, you're so stupid. Now look what's happened. You're not getting as many people looking at your social media. And, you know, I, I could really beat myself up about it. How can I tell other people to be consistent when you've not been consistent yourself? You know, I could have done that, but there's no point. It doesn't help me. It's not helped me. It's not helped me in any way. So for me, I find the best thing to do is just get back on the horse as soon as you can. Just restart. Learn what you can from what's happened in the past. So for me, I know now that I don't, I have a tendency to overcommit and, you know, commit to doing more things than I should. I underestimate the amount of time I think it's going to take to do something. And therefore, it means that I leave myself with not enough time to do the things I need to do. So the thing for me to learn about that, it's an important lesson, is do not overcommit. And for me, going into 2021, that's one of the things I'm definitely working on. Now, if I just beat myself up and say, oh, for God's sake, Jane, you know, you're rubbish at this. I'm not learning anything. All I'm doing is making myself feel bad. But what I am doing is learning from this. And then going forward, I can protect myself from this happening again. And I highly recommend that you do this yourself. So if something happens, if you've not been consistent, learn from what you can from it and just restart from where you are and just pick it up. So here are a few things that I believe about consistency. I believe that consistency is best. Make a commitment to be consistent and stick to it wherever possible. That said, I believe in quality over quantity. So I really recommend as well that you don't just post any old thing on social media just because you haven't posted for a while. So if you think, oh my God, I've not posted on social media for four weeks, I'd better just post something. So you just end up posting something that's really not brilliant, you're better off just going for the quality over quantity. Remember, being regularly and consistently on social media two or three times a week is better than just posting any old thing every day, okay? So quality over quantity. And remember that things happen, just get back on the horse and learn what you can from the experience. And if you can, protect yourself by preparing stuff in advance. So for me, when I've got a high energy day, I try to get as much out of that as I possibly can. And remember, it's your business, your rules. So find the way that works for you and keep on doing that. Work out what makes you inspired. Work out what works for you. What are the things that are likely to be the best for you? And there you go. There's a few thoughts about consistency. So yes, there's loads of benefits to being consistent. But as I say, sometimes life just happens. So the important thing is to prepare in advance where you can so you have something to post when you need it. Work out what's best for you and take advantage of your own way of working. And if you've lost your consistency, just get started again as soon as you can and don't beat yourself up about it. Just learn what you can to protect yourself going forward. Okay, so that's it for this week. So just before I go, I want to just remind you again that the Grow Your Private Practice Club is going to help you with everything to do with growing your private practice, including getting started, your social media, producing blogs and content, uh, what to put on your website, branding, mindset, 
monthly workshops, monthly member Q&As and a supportive and really friendly community of peers. We're all in it together. So if you want to make 2021 a new start, your best year ever, come and join us at www.growyourprivatepractice.co.uk and remember if you join before the 7th of January you'll get in before the price increase and get you know stay at that low price for as long as you're a member now I would love you to come and join me on social media and say hi now the best places to find me are on Instagram so that's grow your private practice all lowercase no spaces or on LinkedIn you'll find me there just have a search for Jane Travis come and say hi I'd really love that so have a fantastic week and I'll look forward to seeing you again soon bye thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this then please subscribe to the show and while you're there I'd love it if you could leave me a big shiny five-star review bye